0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Tracy Dean from Apostolic Radio Ministries International. Again, this is Tracy Dean from Apostolic Radio Ministries International. I am going to focus my thought on John chapter 8 and I am going to read verse 5 to about verse 9. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned what sayest thou. This they said tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And when they heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thou accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord, and Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, many of us know the story of the adulterous woman. She was a lady caught in adultery. What is adultery? She had lives with many men. Or she was sleeping with many men. Now, was she married? No, she wasn't married. So we know that she was sleeping with many men. She wasn't married. Now in our lifestyle today, that's pretty common. Right? Women do what they want to do. But now, in this story, she had to face her accusers. If we look at the story... And I just want to focus my thoughts on this story. The woman was being accused. She was being accused of her sin. And she needed a little help. She needed somebody to come to her defense. Now, it could be And it was supposed to be a trap. If we go up to verse 4, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now we know that the law said they should be stoned. And they said to Jesus, so we know they should be stoned. What should we do? They broke the law, she violated the law, but what should we do? So, the next verse told us that they were tempting Jesus. Now, while they were tempting Jesus and accusing him, he stooped down. We all know what the stoop down is when we bend our bodies, but he was also writing in the sand. My mind goes to what is the significance of writing in the sand. If you ever write in the sand or go outside and write in the earth, it blows away. People come and trample on it. The wind blows the stuff away so it doesn't stay for long. I'm like, Jesus is writing in the sand? It's not going to stay. It's just temporary. It's for a short time. Now, he was doing that as though he heard them not. Now, it could be one, he was ignoring them, or two, he was focused. Now, if we remember, they continued to come to Jesus. Now, he moved his posture from being bent down to actually standing up. He lifted up himself. That means he stood up then he said to everybody, who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. So now he's challenging them with a question. I wonder if while he was writing, he was thinking of how to answer them or thinking of how to formulate the question so that when they they get the question, it is properly put. Then, he got up and he answered them. Then, he went and stooped down again and wrote in the sand. During that time, I call it the waiting period. Now, first, he stooped down. Lifted up himself, second action, gave them an, a question to ponder. Then he stooped down again. It is necessary for us to see that he took steps. This was a four step process for the accusers. And in the last part, he went and he stooped down again. So let's look at our lives today. Sometimes we are going to be accused. And sometimes we are going to be the one accusing others. So we could be the one accused. Or we could be the one accusing others. But notice how Jesus responded. He stooped down. No one said he prayed, he just stooped down and wrote in the sand. While he stooped down, there was a waiting period. Then, they asked him the question again. He lifted up himself and he answered. And then Jesus went back and stooped down again. How do we react to our accusers? Could we react the same way? Instead of giving an immediate answer, Could we sit down and write out our thoughts? Could we sit down and write out our thoughts? Erase them? When they ask us again, we ask a question, then we sit down and rewrite our thoughts. With the action of erasing them, Could it be that is how we should be answering people sometimes? Answering our emails, answering our texts. Answering our accusers. Maybe we write our first response and then we erase it. Write our second response and then we'll see and we erase it. And let's see if our accusers stay. And maybe that's how we should respond to others. But notice that Jesus questioned the accusers, but he saved the woman. Should we be having compassion? on the people that are being accused? Should it be that we should have compassion and help the ones that are being accused in church? Remember, we could be the accusers or we could be the one that is accused. Could it be What we do notice is that Jesus' reaction was different. And there was answers in the waiting period. Now, if we clearly look at it, the answers in the waiting period was one a question, and then two then the second waiting period was for us to look at ourselves, to search ourselves because they were being convicted by a question. They were being convicted in their hearts and their minds. And remember, convicted have two meanings. Convicted could mean that you're found guilty Or that you realize that you have made an error. Another uh, meaning of conviction is you could also realize that the other person is correct. So, the first conviction is, Hey, I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, and I was just told I'm wrong. So, now I believe it. Now, the other conviction is, when now you're starting to believe Jesus yourself. And if we notice In those two meanings, the accusers were being convicted. Hey, I have sinned. I can't accuse this woman anymore. So, guess what? Jesus is right. Two convictions. So, while that was happening, the elders walked away. And everybody was walking away while Jesus was over there focusing on his own thing and writing in the sand. If you notice, while the people were being searched, Jesus was not near those people. He was not near the accusers. He was still near that woman was that being accused. Now, another point is, could it be that when we are accusing others, Jesus withdraws himself from us and stand by the one that we are accusing, or we are trying to trap, could it be that Jesus will walk away while we are questioning Jesus, trying to see if we can get Jesus to agree with us, whether we are doing our wrongdoing, Jesus stayed by the one that was being accused. When Jesus lifted up himself, was only then he realized everyone left the room. So we noticed that everyone left. And that is when Jesus realized. That means he was busy taking care of whatever he was writing in the sand. Let me remind you, the writing in the sand was what? Whatever he was writing, that lady must have been focusing on it with him. And whatever he was writing blew away disappeared. Do we also notice that when he wrote in the sand and everyone left, he turned around and he asked another question. He asked the lady, where are thy accusers? Where did they go? And the lady said, There is no one. His response was, go away. Go because I don't condemn you either. He told her to leave because he would not condemn her. So the answers was in the waiting period. The answers were in the waiting period. Waiting for the accusers. So while you're going through your battles, while we're going through these scenarios where we're accusing others... Jesus is sitting on the sideline waiting. And he's busy taking care of business. Writing things in the sand and blowing they're blowing away. He is writing things in the sand and they're blowing away while we search our hearts. Can we search our hearts today? Can we search our minds today? Can we search our circumstances today? Are we searching? Are we searching while Jesus is looking? What are we searching for? Are we searching for answers? How are we handling this waiting period? What are we doing in the waiting period? How will we respond when our accusers face us? Yes, the church will have accusers. Some will say, why did we move to online? That's a possibility, but there were always churches online before this. You will also have those that never close the church. Where are our accusers? But there's blessing in the waiting. There's believing in the waiting. You see, the woman received her blessing in the waiting. And the accusers learned to believe or they were believing in the waiting. So, both sides benefit in the waiting. There was blessing and there was believing. All done in the waiting period. We are going to have that within our churches lessons we're going to have believing all in the waiting period. So, this is to conclude John chapter 8 verse 4 to verse 11. She said, No, my Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go thy way and sin no more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?